Let's spell a song so you can sing along with my special guest star for two. You like to sing and dance, and this podcast by chance explores musicals for you. everyone welcome back to another episode of life's but a song a podcast likes to live in the land of musicals most of the time i'm your host john and with me today is my ranking and bass correspondent even though we're not doing a ranking and bass movie it's battles everyone (laughs) i failed so miserably i have failed to bring you a a musical and be ranking and bass piece and i really had two jobs well no 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 we're the second one we're fine with you exploring other territories because like ranking and bass is so finite yeah you may as well be like let's try other things but yes you failed miserably on the musical front (laughs) um because we're here to talk about the lord of the rings the 1978 animated movie (laughs) again very very loosely uh that's a loose adjective loosely described uh the screenplay is by chris conkling and peter s beagle which can we talk about that peter s beagle is the the gentleman who wrote the last unicorn that's why the name sounds so familiar so there is like a rankin and bass crossover with that regard I got another fun fact for you, but let me just finish this up yeah. and then I'll get, tell you my fun fact. Uh, so the mus- there is music. There's obviously orchestrations. It was composed by Leonard Roseman, directed by Ralph Bashki. Bakshi? Bakshi, I think it's Bakshi. pronounced. And then according to IMDb, the Fellowship of the Ring embark on a journey to destroy the One Ring and end Sauron's... Sauron? Yep. Sauron's reign over Middle-earth. Now, I was reading. Okay, I'm not going to lie. I was half paying attention to this movie because it did not grab my attention <laughs> at all. Oh, no. And I also questioned if I was watching the right thing. Because I was like, "Is this, this isn't a musical. Like The Hobbit we talked about, it had musical elements. This isn't a musical at all. There's like two songs, two and a half songs in it. Um, but I read that. So this is both the Fellowship of the Ring and the Two Towers like slammed together. Yeah. Original, originally, Bakshi wanted to do the three books, novels, individual, but um, something happened where he was forced to do the first two movies together, and then he wasn't asked to do the third movie, but Rankin and Bass did it. <laughs> they did Return of the King. Yes. So... All roads lead back to Rankin and Bass for you. We should have just done that movie. <laughs> well, okay. So I admitted reading The Hobbit, but I've never read the Lord of the Rings trilogy. Uh, and, and in The Hobbit, we talked about how like Tolkien wrote in... Oh, right. These are, this is based off of Tolkien's work, by the way. I forgot to mention that. Um, Tolkien wrote in like poems and folk songs. Is that the same for The Hobbit? I mean, for the for the Lord uh, well, of the Rings books, yeah, 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 yeah. Like they, um, they kind of go into like, um, Baron and and uh, 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 what's her name? Like the um, the the Elven princess who like gives up immortality for her lover. I would say lithium. Uh, Lor- L'Oreal, L'Oreal. 
Um, L'Oreal Paris, the makeup <laughs> company. No, no, no. Uh, but anyway, so that, like that's a song in there that they just kind of like skim over as they're like camping. They kind of tell the story of it. But yeah, there, it, the, it's still there's there's songs and um and and poems just peppered throughout the, this text as well. So the 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 songs in this one, I know I gave you a list. That's wrong. Those are the orchestrations. Yeah. There is really only two songs where. Luthien, There's... sorry, Baron and Luthien. There it is. Oh. It came. It came. Yes. We got there. We got the cogs were turning so yes. hard. I saw the scene. So hard. I was bit. sweating. Yeah. I was sweating. <laughs> so there, um, one of the songs is called "There Is an Inn." That Frodo, yes, Frodo sings at an inn to like be jovial or whatever i don't know i wasn't really paying attention <laughs> the the prancing pony is the name of the inn incidentally super cute it's supposed to be like a drinking song right yeah exactly and i did i did appreciate that uh and at least with this one not like the the hobbit where they were just like kind of like 1960s like folk songs like that did feel like like a regular like tavern song like one might hear in in this in this world so i i did like that and that one, they took the words from Tolkien. Yeah. Because he wrote it. Um, but the other one, the other song is Mithrandir. Mithrandir? Mm-hmm. Which is when they're with the elves, I think. Yes. So Mithrandir is like the elvish name for like what they call Gandalf. For Gandalf, that's right. Um, that so it's one... sort of like their lament. That one, the music was written by Leonard Rosenman, and the words were written by Mark Fleischer. Um, surprise! So that's not in the books. Uh, I think they they say like a lament, but like the this is an original song. So like the lore is right, where Mithrandir is the name and everything, and they may have been inspired by other words, but it's not okay. I just love that, like, in nowhere are our children depicted anywhere in the story, yet somehow they found a youth chorus <laughs> in the land of the elves to perform this song. And then I was reading the um, the other one we can argue if it's a song or not during the the final battle where there's like all Helms these like deep. the the choral arrangements apparently uh leonard roseman wrote just nonsense words like it's not anything actually there was a couple uh he just says there's like a line that's like variations of his name backwards (laughs) yeah and then and then you hear like sauron and gandalf or like you hear names but they but it's like blah 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 gandalf blah 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 blah, blah, roseman (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Uh, hold on. I, I yes. Uh, I I found a trivial fact. Uh, during the Battle of Helm's Deep, a song with non-English lyrics is heard on the soundtrack. The words Isengard, Mordor, and Sauron can be clearly discerned. The song isn't any of uh, is not in any of Tolkien's invented languages. Instead, the composer had his choir sing nonsense lyrics to get the desired effect. According to the liner notes of the CD soundtrack, part of the lyrics also include the composer's name backwards. <laughs> yep. Yep. Um, but like, I don't know. I've done, I've done other episodes where there's been like under five songs in a movie or something, but I feel like this needed something. 
Can I can I hit you with another piece of trivia that I think would have like made this completely a different movie? That back she wanted to use um Led Zeppelin? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, did we read the same trivia? <laughs> I went to IMDB and read the trivia. Yes. Yes, I did. Nice. That's, that's how I knew about the Rankin and Bass thing. <laughs> but like, I don't know, at least in the we're I'm I think we're basically gonna compare this to the Hobbit, uh, this whole episode. Cause like in the Hobbit, there's like the it's background music, but it's songs and it like helps move the story or like help with montages and everything. And this one battles, I have no idea what the fuck I watched. Um Oh no. I was no. <laughs> I was watching this movie just going what is what the fuck is happening because it felt I mean I knew it felt like they were combining novels I didn't know if we were going to do all three or not but it felt like they focused too much on the wrong parts of the stories <laughs> cuz I was confused the whole time Oh no like how so So um i forgot whose name was who the whole um yeah i feel it feels like they focus too much on like reaction scenes or like people running then they should have been like done more dialogue or maybe a song or I i don't also the animation style was just wild they were doing um rotoscope which i believe is basically hold on let me they they film the the actors and then they go over and they basically just draw over right over the live action and some of them they just painted the actors yeah the the animation styles differ wildly within this movie like from scene to scene sometimes moment to moment second to second so, yes. yeah it's Cause, bad because <laughs> like it, it seems like they had two ideas a fully animated movie where they're going to film actors and then use that to get the animation going or or uh and this other style with like the orcs and what are they called? The ring raves and yeah. like that style where they're clearly like paint they're um they're doing it on like a green screen, blue screen, whatever color that screen was, and then they were going to paint the world around them. Yeah. But what they ended up doing was just mashing them together. <laughs> well, I think if I if I had to guess, like this was the first fully rotoscoped uh movie ever so uh, if i had to guess like they just didn't understand the scope of like especially those battle scenes and like those nine ring rates like plus horses like how much that would entail and i think they're just like all right this is my quick fix so we don't go over budget and over time but like there was a moment where i think it was when gandalf joined the battle where he was on a horse and everything or somebody had a white beard. I don't know if it was Gandalf or not. But I was just watching that and I was like, that's what it should have been. It should have been like, um, like it was the filmed actors and then they just painted on elements to make it look Middle Earthian. Yeah. <laughs> of Middle Earth, yes. Or yeah, vaguely animated. Because then there's, yeah. the, there's, a, there's a shot of... Um, um uh fuck legolas um 
Gimli and Viggo Mortensen uh, running. Aragorn? <laughs> Aragorn, thank you. R- they're running and then Aragorn and Legolas, like they're they're shooting up their nose. Like there's a shot up there. And I'm like, why is this here? Why why do I see Aragorn trip and while he's fought while they're following? Oh my god, right. I, I was wondering to say there's this one there's this one scene where they're um uh running away from the rains and the actor I think just in real life trips and falls and they're just like, We're gonna keep it. It's fine. So you as a uh, a fan of the ring of of Tolkien and of fantasy and everything, what do you think of this movie? Uh, I I don't think it is the best adaptation of the work. Uh, I uh, think Peter Jackson did a much much better uh, job at mitigating the story, but also making the characters kind of like shine. Um, I think he had like the individual limelight on each one of the characters where you cared about them a little bit more. Um, the animation style and then like some of the, the character choices for uh, the animations were like bizarro to me. Uh, I feel like Legolas looks like Beavis or like Butthead, whatever the the blonde one is. Beavis. <laughs> like, like it's, it's really, really, and then Strider like, looks i don't know looks like some sort of like folk rock <laughs> and poor samwise oh my god why did they make him an idiot right I, that, like samwise ganji is like the one of the, like the the grounding heart and soul characters in this franchise and they made him like a bumbling fool and i was just so disappointed because like correct me if i'm wrong in peter jackson's uh movies Yes, they're walking a lot, but like, isn't there at least in the first one, like Pip and Mary are singing while they're walking or something yeah. like that? Yeah, hundred percent. So like, the road goes ever. So like, why not include that in this? Yeah, at least in I, the at, at least in that like moment where it's the four hobbits starting the travel, because like, obviously shit goes wrong and goes down, and people start getting murdered. Um, not yeah i think i think the the use of music is like a kind of a missed opportunity here um i don't know if they were just like concentrating so hard on the animation that uh you know one other logistic thing like seemed to be too much but yeah i i really think it could have benefited from uh like a more iconic score even even the even the um the orchestrations were kind of like forgettable lackluster i don't know there was no like iconic they seem uh, they seem like watered down John Williams scores. Yeah, yeah. Like like they want it to be as epic as like a John Williams score, but wasn't it wasn't yeah. at all. Couldn't you you held a gun to my head? Couldn't hum a tune to save my life. And that's what you said for the Hobbit as well. Oopsies. <laughs> Oopsies. Well, I'm but like at least with the Hobbit, like y- you could have hummed something that yes may have sounded like it was in the movie but this one like i can't even tell you what mithrander sound was like i can't yeah. i don't i don't know the melody line for that um uh, yeah and then there is an in like it cuts away every time so i'm just like okay i don't know what this song is then so yeah 
so a little little bit left to be desired uh, in terms of the the singing. I will say just to kind of compare it back to um, uh, Peter Jackson's version, I found this interesting. Uh, there were several shots from this that he like completely lifted and like recreated. Um, when the hobbits uh, first encountered the ring race on the road on the way to Bree, um, there's that shot of like them underneath the, the roots of the tree and they're walking by, That's that originated from this movie. Um, oh, um, in the party scene where uh, the, you have that low shot up on Mr. Proudfoot and he's like, oh, proud feet. Uh, they lifted that and then oh, there was another one. Uh, oh, um, when the, they're stabbing the beds at the inn, uh, that was also. I feel like also the, the design of Frodo. Yes. Cause like, I it, it doesn't feel like, it feels like they, this movie designed Frodo and then Peter Jackson was like, do this, but with fabric. <laughs> yeah, no, that iconic like green little travel cloak and like the shirt and the pants. Yeah, the, the outfit is, is it was almost like this it, identical. Exactly. And then I've and I'm so happy that he cast Sean Astin as Samwise because like Yeah. Yeah. Do you absolutely you need that. That that character relationship is so strong. Like that's the only reason like Frodo's able to continue on and like continue and finish his quest is because his friend was there beside him. And <laughs> I don't think it, it was supposed to be depicted as like a simple because <laughs> okay, so I I remember watching Peter Jackson's and then being like, they're a little gay, right? And then this one, I'm just like, everyone's gay. Yes? Yeah. <laughs> and there's like two women in this whole movie. <laughs> and they're both Which is elves. better than none. Which is better than none. No, that's not true. Uh, oh, wait, uh, no, one of them was the Theoden. princess or whatever, yeah. right? Yeah, Theoden's uh, niece, Erwin, which she's, that's, that she's in the other one too. Meredith called- Otto. When he called her his sister daughter, I was like, <laughs> I'm sorry, what? <laughs> There's some incest going on in Rohan. But you said niece, so he meant to say sister's daughter, maybe? I, I think, hope. I think, I yeah, hope. I think that's what they're, they were going for. I really hope that's what they were going for, because otherwise I was just like, this movie, I, I mean, I I was distracted heavily um and not paying attention but every once in a while i caught back and i was like oh they're running great oh yeah. oh sister daughter what <laughs> wait hold, go back go back agree what go back go back uh also i'm gonna shit on this movie i'm so sorry to anyone that actually loves it uh i don't think anyone loves this version of the story i think <sighs> you can love the story but i don't think this is the the best adaptation of it so shit away but like you because like even Gandalf's resurrection was just so lackluster yeah like I like he's magic have him like poof of smoke and glitter and everything and be like I'm back bitches like something not just him show uh, wobble up in a cloak and then be like reveal like that's boring yeah Cinderella did it better and on stage yes yes and in an animated movie (laughs) exactly so it's funny i i watched this on amazon prime and there's this little feature where like it'll like pop up with like trivia and stuff on the side oh i love the x-ray i love yeah the x-ray so during that scene it was so bad because like 
he does his little twirl and then his cloak you actually see it get caught on the staff so like they even fucked it up even more (laughs) than you might even imagine so yeah Yeah. it's completely lackluster maybe rotoscope was a bad idea for this movie (laughs) but like i i mean as a positive i did like the shadow play at the beginning yeah the live action elements of it i did like because it made it interesting and like dark and like the orcs were i mean the orcs could have been easily like been drooling bumbling nightmare creatures but like the fact that they kept them in shadows and had the glowing red eyes and the horses had the glowing red eyes and everything. I was just like, that's pretty effective. And that's cool. And I was trying yeah. to think back to like 1978, be like, did anyone actually like this? <laughs> I don't know. I thought they could have done more with the character or design of the orcs. Like they all look like, like extras at like a Slipknot concert. <laughs> or, <laughs> like from, or from Hol- uh, Monty Python's Holy Grail. Yeah, 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 yeah. The combination. Some of like coconuts. Okay, some of them had like those helmets that like were basically like cans on their heads that had horns, and I was just like, "That's very Monty Python right there." Yes, very much. Yeah, the character design I think for for that particular group was a little bit of an afterthought. Just like put something dark on there. We'll slap some paint on it. Whatever, whatever. Uh, On a horse called a day. So this movie is two hours and 13 minutes long. Did it feel that long to you? Because it felt longer to me. <laughs> no, I, I mean, I, I do agree with you that the pacing was was off and there were just like, there was too much emphasis made on or, you know, focused on just like the traveling scenes. Um, but I, I don't know, because I, I guess I was interested to see how, how they were going to interpret it, that I was, and this is my favorite story that I was able to, you know, hold my, it was able to hold my attention a and B, you know, I, I don't felt, I didn't feel like it was like super long or arduous to watch. Um, Mm. So that, that again, but I am, (laughs) this is, this is meant for me. (laughs) I am the target audience. True. I, um, like I should be the target audience because I do like, I like movies, obviously. I have two podcasts that talk about movies. But, like, I don't know. There was something about it that just didn't, uh, like, like, I think it, I think, like I said earlier, it's because they focused on the not, like, action-forward or plot-driven moments. It was a lot of them walking or a lot of, like, horses stampeding or something, like, I, I I don't know. I feel like they could have cut a lot of that out and added back in some dialogue, maybe a battle or two. I don't know. Did we did we miss did they cut out some battles? Battle? <laughs> the, uh I mean they got all the major plot points. I just think that yeah, they're like the the sequence the sequence in um in uh Moria, like the Battle of the Minds of Moria is so epic in the other movies and they just kind of like immediately presented the balrog and then you know that that tension point was it was done with and that was another crazy character design (laughs) the freaking winged balrog um 
so yeah, I think again, there, there could have been like a little bit more expansion on like more of those like kind of epic moments for sure. Isn't that when Gandalf should say none shall pass? Like, yeah, that... you, you shall did... not pass. He didn't you... say that. Or did he, he did. He did. But, um, and I, I meant to look this up. I don't know if the books say you shall not pass or in this movie, they said you, you can't pass or like something like that. It was a different line. Yeah, um, I, I noticed it was a little different than what I've seen in the memes and everything. And I'm just like, that's, that's what they, an iconic moment, even yeah. like in the seventies, like that would have, you could have made it an iconic moment, but be like, Dunch, or you shall not pass or whatever. Nah, I yeah, mean, I guess we I had thought a- it was going to be the, fir- the first way he said it is like, you cannot pass. And I was like, oh no, hopefully they do like another one of those. Cause that's like one of the most iconic. Li-. And then he, he builds up to it. He, he shouts it at the end, but I was like, oh gosh. We, ne- we needed Surian McKellen. But uh, what, yeah, <laughs> get Surian on the job because this ain't it kids. <laughs> um, uh, so how did you feel about the Gollum design? I had, who was this alien? He looks like he looks like a okay. shriveled like terrestrial. Okay, great. Terrestrial. Since we're on, great, great. Because um, in the beginning, in the during the shadow play, he was a man. He was he was a hobbit. He was a hobbit. Oh, I didn't. Yeah. I don't think I registered that. Ever. Yeah, Smeagol and Deagle. I mean, they're they were kind of like hobbits before. They were hobbits. You know what I mean? Like they were kind of like a, a, a slightly more older version. But yeah, Smeagol and Deagle were cousins and they were fishing on Smeagol's birthday and they were best friends and they find the ring. It immediately corrupts him and then he murders his uh, his brethren uh, and keeps the ring. And, and eventually then, like, like changes him physically. Because like, okay, we got the Rankin and Bass version, which we both really appreciate, loved and like it was nightmare fuel. We got this one that looks just like he needs a burger. And then we have... It's just a hungry guy. We have the Peter Jackson one, which everyone knows that one. I feel like I like a combination of... Basically, I don't like this version. Yeah. I like the other two. Shocking. Shocking. Shocking that I... To a movie I don't like, I don't like the character design of one of them. <laughs> I'm sorry for anyone who does love love this movie. It's a piece of shit, though. Like, oh wow, okay, gloves are coming off. The move, this version yes, of it, because yes. like, because like, I mean, it's I a didn't daunting. Hate it though. I didn't hate it. I I get it though that like it's always a daunting task to um make a make a movie or or adapt a novel. Because, like, in a novel, you can do whatever. Especially one so beloved. Well, well, in any novel, you can do whatever you want because it's words on a page. So, like, having people fly or um, having somebody turn into a a cave-dwelling creature that, because he's corrupted, or Smaug, or... (laughs) But, like... Smaug. Smaug. But, like, I don't know. I feel like... I feel like like they did a they did a they did a job <laughs> at adapting it, but like the when they, I wish they just did the first book 
and spent time on that one and then yeah. what did what originally the director wanted to do which was because because uh i don't in your viewings of the imdb trivia i don't know if you saw that like another director wanted to do all three movies as one and yeah. ralph B uh bakshi was was just like oh no oh never and then he got the got the rights from tolkien's daughter daughter and then like maybe it was producers maybe it was the distribution house maybe it was something that forced him to do the two movies combined or something or budget but it was just like come on guys like well i think i think the the perfect example of like get your shit together y'all is like originally in talks i guess they decided that the the names saruman and sauron were like Sounded way too similar yeah <laughs> uh, and they like they decided to change saruman to aroman and then they decided wait that's dumb so they changed it back but they only corrected like half the lines so they're like half the time they're saying saruman and then the other half are saying aroman and it's like all right can can you at least get the script right <laughs> peter s beagle <laughs> no that's not his fault uh but i just i found that funny it's like for, at every turn there was just like something that wasn't quite up to par oh my god yeah no i was just i was i don't know i don't know if also it was me in the day but i was just like this when i realized at first i was questioning being like this isn't a musical am i watching the right version and then i saw you post something and I was like, oh good, I am watching the right <laughs> version. It's just that this isn't a musical or have a lot of musical elements to it, then it should. Yeah. Cause like I they needed like a traveling song or something. Like I agree. I agree. And that like completely fits like the vision of the book. Uh so the fact that the fact that like music was so evidently like uh not not there is just missing is i don't know just felt kind of egregious <laughs> especially this, they, the first the the hobbit did such, such a it was like, such a great job and it, and like yeah. you said it was ensemble songs um like yeah like we didn't there in the hobbit there wasn't really like anybody singing singing it was right. just all ethereal otherworldly music that for us the audience we hear except for Smeagol's riddle i believe that one was like in a had like a, a rhythm to it yeah but like but, this um, one. yeah <laughs> I, I didn't love like the music style in in the in the hobbit but i i absolutely appreciated its integration because again that's like very much of the the hardened style of the novel uh so yeah like why why no music um to go back to the rotoscope of it all did it feel like they had toddlers who just learned how to walk be the hobbits I, so I don't know how they found the uh, the live action cast. Um, one thing that I read is like they just, I don't know how, but they just miscast Gimli. And they, when they started to film, they're like, 
oh, he's like, he's just as tall as a human, but we're just going to let that go. Right. Uh, okay, okay, because I was just like, wait, which one's Gim- Gimli's the one with the stupid hat on? Okay, but he's like, the dwarf, he's supposed to be significantly shorter than like the elves and men, but this guy's just like slightly less tall. Uh, but yeah, I, I don't know if they found like kids or like an actual uh, uh, diminutive person to to portray the uh, the hobbits. But the one thing that I did appreciate with the rotoscope too, and I find a lot lacking in animation and i know that you're you weren't loving the reactions but i did appreciate like the life on the actors faces as like another character was talking like they they all had like such animated faces um and i i think that's often missing with a animation in general but b like animation of the of like the early 70s because we talked about you know how how uncanny valley sometimes the the faces were in the hobbit um but i appreciated how how animated and how reactionary the they were in this i could see that yeah i i did appreciate that they did also it was a weird thing though like where they were animated but also had dead eyes and i was just like yeah something is not clicking here um but i was it it's so hard like I wanted to go into this and not be a hateful bitch that I currently <laughs> like you wasted two hours of my life that I was able to do something else because I was not invested but <laughs> I I managed to clean my dishes while watching this movie <laughs> you took two hours to clean your dishes not two hours it was yeah. it was during a moment that I was just like I don't need to pay attention to this do 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 well, like, let me ask you. Okay, okay yeah. go ahead. No, you asked. Yes, No, so did did you did you like let's just kind of stick to the the first movie then cuz I mean, the second movie is basically all Helm's Deep. Did you like The Lord of the Rings that Peter Jackson produced? It's been so long since I've seen it. Yeah. But but I feel like though at least with Peter Jackson's movies, obviously there are three separate films that he filmed at the same time. But he was able to, like, let us marinate on things. Let us learn character names. Let us get their little backgrounds and not be like, this is Legolas. Goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. like it, he, he, and that was a detriment to this film. Like, it, I think it wanted to give us that time with these people to, like, get to know them. Or, because, um, like, when that one person died by the arrows i don't even oh boromir yeah i didn't care I poor didn't sean know. bean you knew he was gonna <laughs> you knew she was gonna kick the bucket that's what sean but, bean does <laughs> but in this movie i was just like i don't know who you are person in a in a thong like <laughs> also going back to um gollum smeagol i there just use they he was one color except for his eyes even the loincloth with the Even same the color as a skin. And I was just like, guys, guys, could you have made it like black or something? Or made him like, I don't know, green? Like, do something instead of it looking like it's his body. Yeah. <laughs> like I get it. If he could if he could be naked, he probably would have. Like if they if they didn't want to get in trouble by drawing, you know, Gollum dick or something. <laughs> 
protecting his modesty they gave him his modesty and also his ass crack but like <laughs> yeah that's true come on but like oh, pinky on ass crack pinky on ass crack pinky on ass crack yeah <laughs> why what do you want to talk about i want to talk about fucking beefcakes on tree beard <laughs> and that like wiggle swagger that they gave him i get it like every he's so heavy that every time he walks his like feet plunge into the earth he has to like kind of like like he's walking through a swamp like wriggle himself out and but then they gave him just like a badong <laughs> it's just very funny is that what's up with peter s beagle and trees right <laughs> every tree has to be sexy the tree <laughs> we have to have some thickness to a tree so we've oh. got we got tree boobs in last unicorn and tree butt in this one tree butt oh my god the the biggest cakes (laughs) oh my god on that wood Uh, (laughs) yes (laughs) this but like yeah i mean i feel like though i i think i remember liking the lord of the first the fellowship because obviously it sets up the journey um and is that what do we meet everyone in that first one yeah 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 because it 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 is that is the fellowship forming the so it's the nine ring rights were the the kings the human kings that got corrupted by the ring's power and then served as the you know basically the henchmen of sauron and then to combat that they had like the nine party members that were formed at the council of elrond so it was just kind of like you know, an an even fight <laughs> between the two factions. I feel I feel like though, like there was, um, it's just the lack of time that we had with these characters in this yeah. in this version. That I don't, I don't know. Yeah, the fact happened. that like Boromir Bur- goes on this like journey of like wanting to take the the ring for Gondor and like, you know, threatening Frodo uh, to, and then like completely self-sacrificing and like the fact that you're like, uh, first of all, I don't care. Second of all, what, what's this guy's even, like, what is his name even? <laughs> what's his name and why, why does he have thick thighs? Like, yeah. that's a he was definitely like, he was definitely dressed like an extra from He-Man. <laughs> yes like he's a c-list human like wannabe but like what i couldn't find because i didn't really do that much of a deep dive on the interwebs is like okay so um rankin and bass hobbit came out 77 this one came out in 78 eight i don't know what was happening like did because there were some elements from this one that looked like the designs of rankin and bass but also i don't know if they were kind of working together or if it was like Rankin and Bass was like let's do the Hobbit and they started and then all of a sudden um, what's his name again? Bash Bakshi was like I want to do Lord of the Rings and like they may have been working at the same time but not really together I saw as I was like combing through articles I saw something that like the the predecessor of Studio Ghibli was involved uh somehow but like i i didn't i didn't go into a deep dive again um, they're wait they're involved again <laughs> I, I i don't i don't i can 
I cannot confirm nor deny that. But I, I was as I was scrolling through, I saw that I was like, oh, really? They but did then tree I, butt. They did the they did the tree butt. Oh yeah, I, I think you. they just like brought them in. Uh, because you know she she has ele- or he had elements of like the uh, was it the grandma Baba from Spirited Away. <laughs> yep. Yep, and then there was also Tree Boobs from The Last Unicorn, which I believe that was also the predecessor for Ghibli. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That definitely was. Yeah. So, but and I see, I like, I see, and like the faces, like I see stylistic similarities. Um, I just, I don't know where the, the rotoscope uh, scope came in uh, in all of this. So that's kind of like my big question. But like, I believe, I think... They may have had a meeting with Rankin and Bass to do a similar Gandalf design. Yeah. Because doesn't Cause that hooked nose is like very iconic. It's very, it's very the same in both, but it's like a little different. Yeah. But like, obviously um, this one doesn't have the Rankin and Bag big doll eyes on, on, the characters um, oh for uh galadriel though those things took up like half her forehead well yes but like not because like bilbo had like eyes that yes. were about half his face <laughs> yes that's true and so and like other characters also had the big doe eye. um Gollum also had yes. big oh amphibious yes. looking eyes but like these one this the uh, characters in this movie had like human-esque guys. I guess that was because of the rotoscope of it all. Yeah. I don't but know. But then, to your point too, like, I, I remember the difference between like, Samwise eyes and Frodo's eyes. And like, Sam Sam's are just like two little black dots. <laughs> like, like, no character whatsoever. I don't know. Do we want to do... Let me, let me look up real quick. I want to see if the uh, Return of the King has like more musical elements. Because if so, then we may as well finish the trilogy of sorts. Have you seen Return the Return of the King? No. Yeah. Okay. So I don't see a soundtrack. So um, I kind of don't. Oh no! It... Oh oh! Wait! It says musical in here. We can totally do it. Oh my god! <laughs> let's just erase this episode and pretend it didn't happen. <laughs> oh no! Let's. We got no. This is good content because otherwise, how how else are we going to let the good people follow us on our adventures? Doing yes. Oh my god! Do you want? Do you want to do Return of the King as like? Yes, I great. do. Of course. Great. We. I will figure that out and slot you in and whatnot. Um, but battles. Is there anything else you want to talk about before we get into sharp and flat? Uh, I, I just want to go through a couple of notes. Uh, cool things that I made. Uh, okay. Um, also based on oh, trivia. So, question for you. Yes. Because I was super confused. Okay, so whenever Frodo puts the ring on, he goes to like a shadow realm, if you will. Let's just call it that, so my brain yeah. can understand it. And he meets up with the ring raids and then gets stabbed by one of them in the shoulder, yes. right? The okay. Nazgul. So when he comes back to the uh, real world, Middle Earth world and everything, there's a sword there that the blade disappears. Is that, I don't know what that means. Did I miss something? I assume that was supposed to be Narso. 
Um, so Aragorn's sword uh, was from, um, oh my god, not Gilgalad, uh, from, oh my gosh, my brain is dead. Anyway. Thorin, Thorin, Thorin. No, Thorin, it's not Thorin. Thorin. <laughs> no, 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 no. Hold on. Edit this out as I look it up. Uh, That's fine. Isildur, right, of course. So, okay, rewind. So, um, uh, Narsal was originally Isildur, uh, Isildur sword. Uh, he's one of the Argonauts. Like, he's uh, one of the, like, major kings in the story. Okay. Um, and he was he was killed in battle. And Aragorn is wielding Narsal, which is eventually reforged into... Uh, uh, reforged into... Uh, Andril. Uh, which is like you know that iconic uh, sword that everyone knows from from the movies. So I don't know if that was just like a shot of that because that's very early on in the film. Um, but it is that his sword is broken. Like that's how. Because I feel like him. like the Hobbit, but more so with this one, you needed to know the source material in order to understand what was happening. Oh yeah, they explain nothing really. I mean, you you again, you got like how the ring came to be in like the Baggins's possession and a little bit of backstory but that's it right and then like that whole cold open prologue gives you all the information and then that's all you get I feel like yeah because yeah, like yeah, yeah. they they bring I mean thank god we watched the hobbit first because they talk about how um Bilbo spared Gollum's life multiple times in this movie and i was just and i would have been like what so at least like i got i had that memory of the movie and then um they mention they do mention thorin i remembered that because i was just like ah a name i remember <laughs> from the hobbit thorin oakenshield i know that dude because like how many years is it supposed to be between this uh the hobbit and then the fellowship 17 17 oh really that's it. Mm -hmm. I feel like it should have been like seventeen hundred or years or something like, or like like fifty years or something because it's it seems so different. Well, I mean, but the the whole point was like the Baggins lineage to kind of like fulfill the quest. So, like you know, it's it's Bilba's direct descendant that like is able to actually destroy the the ring once and for all. Uh, oh, what were some things you wanted to bring up? Sorry to inter that I interrupted you, but it oh, was no, no, no. that was just something that I was just like, I have no idea what's happening. And, yeah. and, and I rewound that scene because like I heard him get stabbed and I thought it was, I didn't know what it was. Like if it was, that was the sword that stabbed him or if that was Bilbo, uh, no, Frodo's sword that something happened, but thank you. I don't think it like broke off in him well they kept saying that like something broke off and made it almost made its way to his heart but is it like poison or something on the sword i think that just like the fact that he was stabbed and like the um like i, I think that the poison is like the 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 evil of of the nazgul um uh... i don't know like that was my interpretation but i don't think I didn't think like the sword was like literally tipped with poison. I think it was just like the blackness of like the creature was going to seep into his heart and stop okay. it. Okay. Okay. I, I can see that now. 
Nazgul. This movie have... gave me nothing, in other words. <laughs> me, yeah. me, a common moviegoer, gave me nothing. Like, And that's what I feel like Peter Jackson did, where he was like, I get it, not everyone has read this book, these this series, so I'm going to spoon-feed you some things, but also, like, layer it with so those that are fans of uh tolkien can like eat everything up and love this movie too yeah so the only thing that i could find readily is like uh uh, the 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 sword is called a morgul knife uh and it was originally wielded by the witch king of agmar which is like the the head ring wraith uh and it was used to stab frodo uh at weathertop but there's not there's not a lot of other material. Maybe it was also what you were saying, but also the fact that it was in the quote-unquote shadow realm, that that's what, yeah. what caught, because when he came back to reality, um, because he was stabbed in another dimension, maybe that's what happened. I don't know. I'm making stuff up as I go along. Ha-ha. I did like, like, there was kind of like a consistency with both of those movies in terms of like that kind of like sensory deprivation. So we felt, we felt like the power and like the heaviness of the ring in that moment when he puts it on. Uh, So that was cool. Yeah. I, it was, it was also a little, I think it was lost in translation in the rotoscope, a lot of the intentions. Cause like we saw him want to put the ring on and not, and those took forever, but it was just, Oh my God. Yeah. The secret, I'm just like, 10 minutes have gone by put on the ring but like i i wish we saw or he said something because that was the other thing like it was silent of him just like shaking his hand his his hand holding the ring and his other hand are like shaking violently to put it on i i may use this video by the way i'm not sure but like, <laughs> but it was just like i don't I, i'm not connecting with you i'm not understanding yeah. what's going on um what else did you want to say, by the way? Oh, uh, uh, yes. So uh, Tim Burton was not credited, but worked on uh, this film as an in-between animator, and it was his first film ever. I thought that was kind of funny. Uh, so maybe he's like, I, I saw this piece of shit and wanted to make better movies. <laughs> and then he went to Disney. And then he went to Disney, yes. Um, and then uh, speaking of another Disney connection... Uh, I don't know if you realized this, but uh, Legolas was voiced by the same actor uh, who does C-3PO. So I was like, why does that voice sound so familiar? And then I looked it up and I was like, oh, of course. Of course, of course. And John Hurt did a lot who voiced Aragorn. Yes. Aragorn, yes. Aragorn, sorry. I didn't didn't love that casting. Um, I know, like, Viggo Mortensen doesn't have, like, the, the most, like, profound, like, basso profundo voice but like peter hurt just like it was too it was too tenor (laughs) like i don't know it just i didn't love that voice casting for some reason it's okay you're allowed you are allowed to critique the movie like i did (laughs) (laughs) i seem to have hated it less (laughs) um all right let's get to sharp and flat shall we yes Sharp Flat. 
So in this section, we're going to highlight some moments, whether or not we talked about it. If we liked it, it's sharp. And if we didn't like it or thought it could change, it's flat. I, I basically flatted the movie. Oh, no. Oh, no. I'm sorry. Yeah, I was just like, I'm going to start with flats. I, I was like the animation style, like the fact that it was two different styles confused me. I didn't like it. I was just like, pick one, please. Um I didn't like some of the character designs. Like, why did Sam look like he needed a dunce cap? Why did the elves not look ethereal? Like, they all looked like humans. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and it's animation. Like, you can do more than what you did. Oh, god damn it! the The way that it was told, because it was obviously a a a pared down, watered down version of the books, the novels, and it's like maybe they edited they they cut things that they shouldn't have cut i don't do you, how do how do you feel about that like was there something that was cut that you were like i wish you did this instead i mean not especially like they they hit it's not like they cut like a major battle like they they hit on all the points it's just they they hit it and quit it <laughs> like they didn't linger anywhere so um, um they hit all the major scenes i would say but not not well and not hard. <laughs> and then my my last flat is the lack of songs. Yeah. Like it was it was like when Mithrander happened, it was just like, oh, okay, yeah. But like I don't even know. That was like halfway through the movie. Yeah. And and I was just like, I wish there was maybe like something, a song at the party, or like like I said, like there when Pip and Mary were dicking around on the beginning part of the journey, like if they one of them had a lute and the other one had like a harp or something, and they were playing. They actually did on the road. Like I think the initial establishing shot of them like leaving Hobbiton, Mary had a guitar. Right, but and if like, there was a if some one of them was right, singing along like with they, it, yeah, yeah, they established that. So like, why not use it? Right, and then I don't know, maybe like make Gollum's lines into like a patter song or something could be uh what were your flats since we're in the night of negativity here well I I would like to mention my sharp first oh okay you I do, do sh- have one uh I I loved the opportunity to like revisit this franchise you know now I now I actually want to go back and I want to watch like the Peter Jackson movies. Uh, I've been I've been waiting to just like find time to sit down and watch like the Rings of Power. Um, so I'm I'm glad that I got this. Like even if it wasn't the best Amouge booth, I I have something to taste in my mouth uh, uh, to like move me forward. So for that, I'm grateful for this piece. Okay. Um, and then yeah, my flats. I'm gonna I'm gonna say the animation style. I think I I think it could have been a lot more beautiful. Uh, but again, they're they're kind of shackled with the uh, constraints of their time. But um, uh, yeah, so that that's a that's a flat for me. Um, the the pacing I think suffered uh, a lot, and the the lack of character characterization is kind of like a bummer. And yeah, uh, I'm gonna second your fact that you know there's no real music to speak of, and even the orchestrations are just kind of like forgettable. Like, even if they had, like, a chorus of just singing, ah, ah, or doing That would be more, perfect. Or doing, like, Elvish when they go in, when they go to uh, the council 
of Eldron. Elrond. Elrond. Damn it. Put the yeah. D in the wrong spot. Uh, or like if there was some choral arrangements throughout, maybe that would have helped. And yeah, I agree. Been great. I did. I do have sharps. I, I don't oh, want to. I'm so sorry. I wanted, I wanted to start with the flats because I just obviously I shat on this whole thing, but I, I really did like the shadow play at the beginning and like the the ring raids and the orcs designs like i kind of wish that was the whole movie i wish they scrapped the 2d animation aspects and then did that interesting i mean also the orcs and the ring raids like maybe differentiate them maybe not yeah. use green for both of them but like cool cool i get it yes but like do the rest of it with that or like um if you're going to make it somewhat animated like just literally paint on the cells a beard or something or make it look like you painted on a beard for uh gandalf or what have you because like that was pretty interesting to me to watch yeah it's just that just then when we went to them being like no we drew this over whatever the action was i was like this isn't fun (laughs) i don't like I have to watch two and a quarter hours of this uh, uh, of you flip flopping, but like like that shadow play. I mean, also the little shadow play at the beginning gave me a little bit Avatar: The Last Airbender uh, opening credits moment where they you watch Avatar: The Last Airbender, the, the TV show. Uh, I've I've seen it. The I've seen like the cartoon version. I don't remember the, car- the, the cartoon. They they. It's them basically like setting up the world, telling you that everyone is magic, but there's people in shadow doing the martial arts moves while they're bending. Oh, cool. And so the beginning of this, I was brought back to that. And maybe that's why I liked it so much. But like, also, it gave me all the information. So that's. (laughs) Yeah, you got a little backstory. Um, I know I ask this every episode but would you add any of the songs to your like playlist? <laughs> there's there's nothing to add. There's literally nothing to add. No, that's why I was laughing because I was just like, I, you can't make an argument for Mithrander, but like, I don't even know. I don't even remember it. Yeah, I just, again, uh, I would have much preferred like a an ethereal, like rich adult choir instead of like you know a bunch of little kids singing i mean they did well but again it just seemed a little lackluster i guess because that's like the only real song in this movie that you're just like okay yeah (laughs) if it it was still that but we had other songs and other moments and things like that i feel like it wouldn't be as shat upon by us well, also too, like you, you have such rich source material. Like you don't have to make shit up. Like just, just pick up, pick up songs from the actual books. <laughs> They're good. Or like, like I said, like a ethereal chorus of singing in Elvish, because like Tolkien made that language. He yeah. has a whole. Do you have a tattoo of Elvish in Elvish? I do. Yeah, I knew it. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> of course I do. Uh but battles. We are done. I'm calling it. We're done with the episode. We done did well, it. We managed, we managed to talk for an hour about something that we 
both collectively did not enjoy so much. So there you go. We make, I make content out of anything. And I'm serious. Let's, let's do, let's finish the trilogy off with Return of the King. And then we can, I can never talk about Lord of the Rings again. It'll be great. <laughs> great. Great, great, great. But also Rankin and Bass. Yes, we're, we're going back to back to our roots, back to basics. Uh, IMDb calls this that one a musical, so we're doing so it. We're here for it. We're here for it. We're doing it, and I apologize in advance if it's not really a musical. I'm just following what IMDb says. I've never seen. Have you seen? Have you seen it? I've not seen. No, I've not seen that. I've I've seen The Hobbit. I have not seen The Return of the King. Okay. Okay. Well, obviously, we both saw The Hobbit. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> but it's, I had seen The Hobbit previously before, like we did ah, our show. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, Battles. Is there anything you would like to plug or promote? Yes, um, I just joined a sketch comedy group called R Bar. Um, we perform. Uh, uh, I think generally the first Wednesday of every month. Um, it's set in Felcha, which is an Irish bar on the like Midtown East. Um, each each evening is a theme. Uh, it's every every uh, every week or every month rather. It's a, a whole new collection of short skits uh, and plays, uh, mostly comedic in nature. Um, so yeah, check out our bar on Instagram and Facebook. And this month is forbidden, but I think they tend to do like kind of like spooky stuff so i'm gonna say it's like it's gonna be halloween adjacent halloween adjacent we like that uh and then any do you have anything else going on uh yes i'm shooting a short film uh upstate in uh my gosh i think next weekend uh so i'm not sure what distribution is going to be like short films are kind of like a hard sell but uh it's very funny and uh, you know, if 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 it gets traction, I will I'll let you know. And and people can follow you and your adventures on Instagram, right, or Twitter? Yes, uh, yes, I'm on all of the socials. Okay, and if you want to get in touch with me, and you know, I don't know, <laughs> liven my day up with some more Lord of the Rings facts. How's that? Uh, you can email me at buttersongpod at gmail.com. I'm also on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at buttersongpod. Oh, maybe the good people who are listening can answer, like, was the, were, were Rankin and Bass and, fuck, what's this guy's name again? Uh, Ralph <laughs> Bakshi, like, were they, like, friends? Did they work together? Does anyone have any insider knowledge? Reach out. And if you want to be part of next episode's conversation, while we're doing Starkid, everyone, we're starting with a very Potter musical. Battles, thank you for coming back on. I'm sorry if I dampered your time today. No, 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 no. Uh, we we were given, uh, you know, sub subpar source material, or not subpar source material, subpar interpretation. So uh, again, I'm I'm always happy to revisit this lore, this franchise. It's very near and dear to my heart. So. Uh, I had a good time. You had great. I should have watched Peter the Peter Jackson ones. Those well, yeah. those are straight up not musicals, correct? Like, well, neither is this. <laughs> but like, but like, like we kind of made the argument for Rankin and Bass Hobbit that it is a musical because of all the music used yes. in it. This one clearly isn't. Allegedly, the Rankin and Bass Return of the King is one. Is 
But like the Peter Jackson movies, they have music involved, but it's not like we can make an argument that they are. Okay. I would say it's some of the most iconic orchestrations for film ever, mm-hmm. but I would I would not say. I mean, but I I think there are very few few pieces of cinema where, like, um, like orchestras have actually sat down and devoted an evening to like playing the soundtrack. So right. I mean, t- to that end, like it is it is an accomplishment and it is beautiful and like. Howard Shore oh god I think it was Howard Shore uh did like a just a fucking phenomenal job um but yeah I I still despite all that cannot say that this is in any way a musical it is confirmed Howard Shore Howard Shore it's we're sure that it's Howard Shore (laughs) we're we are delusional bye for now everyone Special thanks to Justin Johnson for creating the podcast's artwork and to Nick Bombasino for composing the theme song and the jingles in this podcast. And thank you to CastBox for hosting this podcast. Bye again, everyone, and have a musical day. <laughs>